Hi, I'm Sonia. Hi, I'm Sapna. And this is Loudmouth Ladkeys. Ever since we've come back as a podcast after a year and a half, we've done a lot of, I guess, soul searching would be the word um, about what our podcast's identity is and how that links to our identity. Do we see ourselves as you know, a Desi podcast, a South Asian podcast? Are we a brown podcast? Are we a podcast for all brown people? And honestly, it's just been a lot of thoughts around like, what is the right term to describe who we are and what we're doing? Yeah, I think that any sort of content creation, um, if you put a term to it and you want to kind of put yourself into a category, it's hard to not choose a term that has some sort of issue with it. And it often feels like that. So um, this conversation of what term we use to describe our podcast is a hard one. And we've definitely come to that conclusion. Well, have we come to a conclusion? Because <laughs> I still, I feel like we're still figuring it out. No, I think that our conclusion is that it's a tough <laughs> tough decision because yeah. every few days we want to change our Instagram bio because it's like what how do we describe ourselves and we have like we have gone in the past I think when we started we described ourselves as a Daisy podcast mm -hmm. and then I think a year and a half into it we changed it to no we're not a Daisy podcast we want to be more inclusive mm -hmm. we want to call ourselves a South Asian podcast and you know, part of, unfortunately, like marketing of it all is like, okay, well, what are search engine optimization, like <laughs> words that you can use to describe it? And it's not just an SEO. It's not just a word. These are like actual descriptors of our identity mm -hmm. and how we see ourselves individually. Yeah. Um, and also just recognizing between us two, we don't reflect the entire diaspora at all. And so oh, far this, from it, far from it. Yeah. This idea of like balancing nuance, but also community. And you also want to have a community that is easy to identify with. And that's why it's easy to be like, oh, we're this or we're that. But then obviously there's always nuance that we lose when we give a term to ourselves. Um, and how do you, and how are you like, I guess something I've always, like I've been really cognizant of, over the past few years is like, I want to be really inclusive, especially with our podcast and recognizing that like, yet we are still, like you said, not representative of the diaspora. Um, and even just between us, we use different words to describe ourselves. Like, yeah. I don't know about you. Do you use Brown, Desi or South Asian or any of those when you yeah. describe yourself? So that's changed. I think it's interesting too, as time has gone on and the communities that I'm with too, because for me, I think I used to use the word brown, especially when like Lily Singh was all over my 
YouTube because mm. that's what she used. <laughs> and any, obviously, as when I was 12, 13, I wanted to adopt the language that I saw being used. And I thought that was the term brown. And then as I got older, I realized that brown was not just the term to describe South Asian Americans or Indian Americans, which I personally identify as, is because I'm an Indian American. So when I saw the term brown and learned that uh, different groups used it too, that not just South Asian groups used it, I was wondering if then that's the right term to use. And then in that, I think high school, I started using Basie. And then in college, I've almost exclusively used South Asian. When I talk about our podcast, I say it's a South Asian diasporic um, podcast. And I feel like that's the term I use now. It's not perfect either, but I don't think any term is perfect. So it's tough. What do you think? I I don't think I used brown until later in my life, to be honest. Like Interesting. I like totally remember, you know, like I was such a big Lily Singh stan and <laughs> I like just rain, obviously, but I think also because they were Punjabi Sikh. Like, that is what I identified with. I was like, oh, these are, like, Punjabi creators, and that was really exciting mm-hmm. for me. Um, I think I used Indian exclusively. And, like, I don't mm-hmm. even know if I described myself to other people growing up. Like, you're a kid, right? And, again, we had the privilege of growing up in a space where, like, being brown or being Indian or being Desi or South Asian wasn't, like, an anomaly. Um Sure. So I don't think I really needed to describe it. I think I used Indian for a really long time and then started using Basie in high school because I thought that that was what everyone was using. And it was, you know, like all of our like South Asian associations, like mine in high school was the International Desi Connection or like, actually, I don't even know what it was. It was called IDC. Um and people called it the Indian Dance Club, which is like problematic on its own, right? Because it wasn't just Indian people, but that's what everyone thought of. Um, but then I started using Desi. And like, even when we created the podcast, like I was still calling myself Desi. And then after the podcast, I think I saw a like Instagram post or a tweet or a thread about it, about how Desi was not as inclusive And Mm -hmm. then I was like, okay, I'm South Asian. And I think I've solely used South Asian since then. Um, And I don't describe myself as Indian American. Um, And I don't think Mm -hmm. I like, like I am an Indian immigrant. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's also like a lot of tumultuous history with like Punjab and India. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I also know like a lot of Punjabi people from the Indian state and not Pakistan. Um, but a lot of Punjabi people who don't refer to themselves as Indian. And I think for me, like South Asian is more, or at least for me, it feels like a better descriptor of who I am as a person. And Indian doesn't feel like I would rather use Punjabi than Indian because that feels more salient to me. But if I'm describing like who I am to someone else, I think South Asian is what I use predominantly. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's also so weird because you brought this up too of this we we grew up with a lot of South Asian folks. Um, like many of our friends were um, kids of South Asian immigrants, and I think that that also changes the way we see ourselves. Where I remember knowing what Indian languages 
some of my friends spoke at home. Like that was a very, and then people would kind of be like, no, I'm South Indian or I'm North Indian or I'm Pakistani. Like it's very specific in that sense. And knowing that, I don't know, is that a specific experience we had growing up where we grew up? Um, If you are in a different region of the US or a different region of the world where there aren't as many South Asians, does that change the way that you identify? Would you just identify as brown? Yeah. Um, or Daisy. And I feel like that is also interesting. It's like, what is the language used around you? And I think part of that is also as we're coming into this and figuring out what works for us is learning what's the history behind all of these terms, right? I don't think I gave it much thought until I started doing research of like, why are we using this <laughs> to begin with? Mm-hmm. And I think it would be remiss to not start off with the one that I think very few of the people I know like claim as that identity within our communities, which is Asian or Asian American. Yeah. For me, I took my first quarter at UCLA, I took an Asian American studies class and I was one of the few South Asian Americans in the class and the curriculum, obviously, because there's so much to cover, um, didn't always, or I think a, a small subsection of the class was focused on South Asian American identity. And um, I think it's, I was reading this article that said that only 6% of Indian Americans chose Asian American as a label that described them. So it's like, yeah, I think it's not a term that a lot of people identify with. So then, then it's like, okay, we move on from that. And we were Asian American, or that's, at least for me, I did identify with that term. Um, you did. And then I'm like, no, there's, yeah. Like but then you, would so see it on, you would see it on a Scantron and you'd be like, yeah, that like perfectly encompasses me. Like, yes and no. I think that if Asian, like I wouldn't second guess it if Asian was the only thing on there, I'd be like, yeah, well, I'm Asian. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. Like, obviously, then when you take an Asian American studies class for anyone who's done that, um, it's very specific, but I loved it. And one of the biggest things that we learned and one of the biggest takeaways from the class is that it's such a heterogeneous group that you can't lump this, all of the different communities that are encompassed under this one term. Well, Um, yeah. The same way, like, yeah. Yeah, I think um, I have a lot of friends who've said, like, well, Asian American doesn't describe me. I don't agree with it. But then I also think about like, yeah, I I don't think I questioned it for a really long time because that was the only thing there. But then when you Mm -hmm. see things like Asian American Heritage Month or Asian American representation, it's not South Asian uh, or Southeast Asian. Um, I worked at a lab where we wrote a paper about brown Asians specifically and Mm -hmm. how the term Asian American within like research and academic spaces is actually very harmful because it, again, like you said, like lumps this entire group of people. And we've talked about the model minority myth on the podcast before. Like there's a lot here. It's not a monolith and Mm -hmm. using single terms to describe an entire group of very, very different people can almost like water it down and simplify it. But Mm -hmm. the thing I think about every time I think of using Asian to describe me is 
I used to date this white guy and I don't know how it came up, but I was like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm Asian. And he's like, you're not Asian. And I was like, what do you mean? Mm. I'm not Asian. I'm, I'm from the continent. I immigrated from the continent of Asia. Like I'm an Indian immigrant. And he's like, India is not in Asia. And I had Mm. him, I was like, we're going to sit with that for a few moments and then yeah, he where is it then? <laughs> like where and then he retracted huh. it and he's like oh I've never thought of like brown people as Asian and I'm like yeah well yeah. ignorance and stupidity aside of like not recognizing where India is in on the map but that's true yeah. like you don't think of South Asians or Southeast Asians or brown Asians when you think of like the term Asian. Asian American. Yeah. Or Asian American. Sure. So how about, how about the term Brown? Because that I thought when I heard that, I was like, yeah, I'm Brown. Like that's, that's a cool term. I'm going to use that. Like, how did, how did you feel about that? What is, I don't know. Like I, cause now I don't use that term at all. I don't really? like it at all. It like makes me cringe when I hear it. Really? I'm being so honest. Yeah, because I don't know, something about it feels very crass to me because mm. also some people will like identify with the term brown and they might like, I don't know. Because then if the normal, if a typical person on the street looked at someone who identified as brown, like, I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm going to try to find a way to describe it, but it just feels like a very crass term now where there is like some weird colorism associated with it. I can see people mm. use, using that term who might not actually look brown and have brown skin. And then what does that mean? And then also, as I mentioned earlier, distinguishing that from other communities that have identified as brown. Like I remember coming to college and then one of my friends who is Latina, like she, she called herself brown too. And then it's like, are we losing nuance? Is that important to lose nuance? I don't even know. I, I don't know um, if it's like a problem that many groups use it. Of course it's not. Because again, identity is so fluid and everyone is going to identify how they identify. Um, but then I was like, okay, well, no, I can't equate South Asians with the term brown. Because it's not, those are not equivalent terms in the slightest. So that's so interesting because I think I love the term brown for that reason. I feel mm. so much closer to my like Latina friends and Latinx friends because we're like, hey, we're both perceived as brown in mm. white spaces. And sure. it's like with my Filipina friends, like we've talked about this where there's a lot of shared culture Um, with my Arab friends. There's a lot of like, oh, there's really like similar things. And how do we, you know, how do we like come together? Oh, it's because we're all brown. Like, I know it's not that simple, but I think the word Mm. brown and the term brown has been very like encompassing for me because it's not it doesn't delineate between different cultures and more so for me refers to like, this is a shared group. Um, we are perceived as like 
not white in these spaces Mm -hmm. and we're not black and I don't want to take up black spaces. But there's something still there that like is very clearly not white. And maybe we'll talk about this on another episode. Like let us know if this is something you're interested in listening to guys. But I've spent a lot of time learning about how different cultures have like, or different people from different countries and cultures have immigrated to the U.S. and what that means for their color and their race and how like South Asians, Indians specifically have gone from like even Asian, like East Asian people have gone from like being white in America and lobbying to be white in America to Asian um, or brown today. And I think, I don't know, also, like, I was reading this article, and we'll link it in the show notes just because, like, it's such a great article. It's an NBC article, but one of the pieces in it was talking about how 9-11 made being brown a salient identity, and so for those of you who don't know, I was raised as sick. And my dad wore a turban, wears a turban. And we lived in either Tennessee or Kentucky during 9-11. <laughs> you're like, well, you're like one of those. They they kind of, they jumble together. <laughs> well, because we, no, because we lived in both and I just don't Got know it. which period of time. <laughs> I was like, those are different places, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Two different states, but they're right next to each other. We lived in both. I just don't remember which one we were in during 9-11. But very, very white, as you can imagine. And my dad wore a Mm -hmm. turban, right? During 9-11. And post-9-11, there was a lot of hate crimes against Muslim people and Sikhs. And so, like, my relationship to being brown has also been, like, kind of, like, I think what happened post-9-11 was there was this coalition and this like move towards solidarity with Arab Americans, Mm -hmm. with Iranian Americans, with black Muslims um, from the Sikh community and other South Asians, because they were also being targeted. And it's like, okay, well now we know what everyone sees us as we need to band together Mm -hmm. because this is how we're going to survive. I like that. Cause then it's like, yeah, I, I guess that's a different way to think about it, about it in terms of why this term Brown is a sort of consolid consolidating communal term. I like that because then it's it's more it's both more and less nuanced in a way that brings people together. Yeah. I guess that brings me to like okay, so then getting more nitty-gritty terms like desi. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Do we like it? We were a desi podcast for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do we do we consider ourselves a Desi podcast? Do you see yourself as Desi? Yes, I'd like to say yes. I am going to be so honest. I was using Desi and South Asian interchangeably for a long time before mm-hmm. I remember having a conversation with someone who's Sri Lankan, and I think I conflated something. I don't remember the details of it, but I was conflating canceled. something. You're yeah, canceled. Canceled, canceled on the spot. Um, I conflated something and then they had mentioned like, actually, this is not a term I use for myself. And mm. I'm South Indian. Um, I don't speak Hindi. My parents don't speak Hindi. 
And now I remember reading a little bit about how desi is like a very North Indian term. And I'm, mm. I have never personally been bothered by the term desi, but I can so, so understand why it could be um, exclusive in a sense or feel not representative to describe one's identity. I totally get that. For me, it hasn't been a thing, but I can see it being a thing for sure. Um, if it is like excluding other South Asian groups and or even South Indian groups or um, yeah, I, I can see it, but I don't necessarily personally mind. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about it until I saw that thread um, or that Instagram post about like how they see like comes from the word desh and it is mm. again like a Hindi word. It means coming from like people refer to India as desh and um, coming from India. And I've like definitely used it to describe to like my non-South Asian friends like, oh, prior to reading this um, and shifting from desi to South Asian, like I would say like, oh, you can use desi to describe like brown people. And then realizing like, oh, not everyone actually uses desi. And as a North Indian, as someone who does understand Hindi, like I grew up speaking Punjabi, Hindi, Urdu, like Desi worked for me because it wasn't like it made sense to me. Um, And like the term American born confused Desi, I hated it um, because I'm also not American born. Mm -hmm. But this idea of like, you're a confused Desi, but that was the term, right? Like that was what was used in like movies and shows. Um, There's even a book, right? (laughs) And then after reading that thread, I was like, okay, let me like take some time to think about this a little bit more. I might identify with Desi, but other people might not. And so using it as this like all-encompassing term isn't necessarily appropriate. But what's interesting when like Mm -hmm. learning about the history is that it emerged like Desi emerged as a grassroots based alternative in the nineties. And so yes. it, it was the progressive term to use. Exactly. It's very like colloquial. This is our identity. This is what we're going to run with. And then I I've just seen so many like threads and, and so many people in the community talking about how the term Desi can be linked to very like, upper caste, lighter skinned, Mm. North Indian groups. And what does that mean then when you're erasing all the people who don't fall into that category? And I think that's personally why I almost now exclusively use the term South South Asian. That is just my go-to term because I feel like it's the most inclusive. When I talk, again, as I, when I talk about our podcast, I say it's South Asian. When I talk about I have to be careful sometimes because now I just use it all the time when I might mean other groups. So it's like, it's this tough thing where it's like, if you mean Indian, say Indian. If you mean Pakistani, mean or say Pakistani because nuance is always good, but also building community is good. And as we mentioned earlier, there are all sorts of um, ethnic groups, cultural groups, geographic groups that share so many things too. And then when you're talking about those features using the term South Asian. So it's complex. I don't know. So South Asian is such an interesting term because like I use it and that's how I describe myself and our community and our podcast and everything. Or sorry, I should I should specify. It's South Asian communities. Like there's multiple because mm-hmm. there are 
are so many countries and so many different cultures in each of those countries. Um, So I'm trying to be really cognizant of like, it's South Asian communities and not just a singular community. But it's really interesting because I think like, while Desi was a term that became really popular in the 90s, South Asian, actually, I I thought it was more of a newer term. I think so. I thought so too. It was a transnational movement in like the 80s. And I think it started because people, when they were immigrating to places like Canada or the US or, you know, the UK, like you're not just interacting with the people from your own country or even your own state within your own country. Um, You're meeting people from Bangladesh, from Nepal, from Pakistan, from Sri Lanka, from India. Um, And like you can no longer describe, especially when there's so few of you, right, in a small space. Like you're not going to say Indian community if there's like five of you, but there's like 10 other Bangladeshi people and like 10 other Nepali people, but you're all banding Mm -hmm. together. So then it totally makes sense that like, South Asian then becomes the word. Yeah, it's again like this reminder that terminology often is used to bring people together. Like that's often the point of it. And when it is used to create nuance, it should be used to create nuance. But if it's for the purpose of bringing people together, that is a great term to use. And I think that's why we use it. Yeah, I think also I like, it's so funny because it's that's the term I use. But then I realized like, my mom or my uncles or my aunts, like they would never exactly. use it. Like my mom exactly. would use Indian. Yep. No, my my parents and relatives never use it. Like they might use Desi or Indian over South Asian. And like I've heard it – when I talk to my parents about this or other folks who aren't as concerned about terminology, if I'm being honest, it feels very ivory tower, like very theoretical, academic, like South Asian feels – kind of removed from community at the same time. So it's this weird balance of like, what is the most inclusive, correct, quote unquote, politically correct too, because there's that whole sort of pressure to make sure we're, we're politically correct too. And then while also balancing, again, the point of all of this, which is to bring people together or to establish some some sort of identity that people feel connected to. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like maybe for our parents' generations, like, South Asian doesn't really mean anything to them. But, like, mm-hmm. I I personally feel for our generation, it does mean something. And or maybe, I would, or maybe it's just us. Like, that's the other thing is maybe, maybe it's just, just you and me. You and me and no one else and everyone else <laughs> listening to this episode is like, why, do you, why is there an episode on this? But- no, because <laughs> – no, what's so interesting is do you see those TikToks where it's just like a person and the hashtag is like brown. It's just brown. And that's the thing is everyone has their – I've seen that so much. Or it's like hashtag brown, hashtag Desi, hashtag Indian, hashtag – like people will do that because it's like whatever will get people to watch it. And that's the thing at the end of the day is it means different things to different people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I feel like – as a researcher, like I know South Asian is a very um, like academic term, mm-hmm. but then when you think about our communities and the policies that need to be created to support our communities, 
until we start using like an aggregated term like South Asian, we're not mm-hmm. going to get things for our communities, right? Like yeah. Asian American is the term right now, but yeah. the needs of like people from Bangladesh or Nepal or Sri Lanka, people mm-hmm. who are not Indian are not being met under Asian American. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I feel like, and maybe, and like the same way that we've changed what we like using, maybe yeah. I'll find a different term or maybe I'll go back to something else later in my life. But right now, for me, South Asian feels the most salient mm-hmm. and like brown and South Asian feel the most salient. And I feel like I'm a very, let's use South Asian, but also yeah. don't use South Asian when you're only referring to Indian people. Exactly. Um, I think it comes, and I think it comes down to like when we need nuance, we should speak in nuanced terms because that's like how we're going to get the the right thing for the right groups of people. And I think it comes down to that. Mm-hmm. And something else I've thought about is just like we have more representation now, so we should think about things in a nu- more nuanced way. Um, but I don't know; it could change. South Asian could be the term not to use in a few years, and I just think moving with humility and moving with the notion also that not everyone's going to use or like every term you use and just adapting accordingly and being specific. So if I'm being honest, I've spent a lot of my time wondering why terminology is important because I'm often like, and eh, like, why, why are we talking so much about terminology when the thing that we need to do is, is, fix things. Like, let's do the work. Let's make people happy. Let's give people the treatment, care, um, policies that they need. Why is the debate always on terminology and what language to use? And I guess I'll speak a little bit to kind of my experience. I do research with um, folks on the autism spectrum and I use my terminology and I change it all the time because I found that the groups that I work with the individuals, I should say, that I work with all prefer different terms. And that is why I always use a lot of terms interchangeably or I try to be as specific as possible. And something that we do in our research is we quite literally ask every single participant who we come in and their families what terms they prefer. So then when we're publishing manuscripts, when we're talking about the folks who come in, we're able to use the exact terms that they prefer. And I feel like... Maybe that's where research should move towards is being very, very community focused and community oriented. Um, But that's just my experience working with this particular population. But it's really got me thinking about how we use terms because um, in the autism space, autistic person, this identity first language is used a lot. But a lot of my Mm -hmm. participants who are on the spectrum don't like that term. And so realize Mm -hmm even the most like progressive spaces and the language that they use is often and may not be represent, may not be representative. Um, So just really thinking critically about that and being again, just humble to recognizing that. Yeah. And I think like when it comes to this podcast, when it comes to the space that we're in, when it comes to the communities that we like want to be representative for, um, we're still figuring it out. We Mm -hmm. like currently identify ourselves as like South Asian podcasters, creating a podcast for those in the South Asian communities, um, in the diaspora, but we recognize we're not representative of the entire diaspora. And so 
it just means a lot of like navigation of, you know, where can we speak um, that is going to be helpful and add to the to the conversation and where should we be stepping back and letting other people take up space and navigating that. But in a very like Spider-Man, Uncle Ben, but South Asian, like (laughs) with more representation comes more nuance and recognizing that like when there are more people from South Asian countries who are taking up space, we need to be aware that like some people use different terms, other people use different terms, but also like you guys are listening to the podcast. So mm-hmm. tell us like, what, what do you like? Do you think South Asian represents you? Do you prefer Desi? Do you like Brown? Do you have a different term that you use that you're like, you didn't touch on this. Like, let us know. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Loudmouth Ludkeys. Rate and follow us on Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. But only if it's a nice one because we may be loudmouths, but we're also fragile. And find us on Twitter and Instagram at Loudmouth Ludkeys. Bye! Bye.